Welcome to our mindfulness podcast. Each week we will have a different podcast, different speakers, different chants, different Dharma talks. But mindfulness practice in Buddhism helps us focus and helps us be aware. And this program will consist of many different ways of meditating. We usually begin with bowing or gasho, then we prepare to sit, and we will sit for approximately 10 minutes. And then we will either stand and walk for another five minutes to kind of get blood into our legs again and and, uh, relax our muscles. And then we'll sit for another 10 approximately. And then we will chant, which is another form of meditation. Uh, We focus on the characters and we pronounce the sounds as a group. And it's a kind of a ritual of oneness. And then after that, we'll have a short Dharma talk of about five to 10 minutes. And then we'll close with Gasho. And this also includes offering incense. We offer incense, but you could also light the incense before the service starts. And this is kind of the program uh, of how our meditation services proceed. And so we will be getting underway today uh, with our program. Thank you very much. The Golden Chain. I am a link in Amita's golden chain of love that stretches around the world. I will keep my link bright and strong. May I be kind and gentle to every living thing and protect all who are weaker than myself. May I think pure and beautiful thoughts, say pure and beautiful words, and do pure and beautiful deeds. May every link in Amida's golden chain of love be bright and strong, and may we all attain perfect peace. In the story of the larger sutra, the Bodhisattva declares his 48 vows, things which must be fulfilled if he is to attain perfect enlightenment. Immediately after declaring the vows, he speaks in verse. These are the verses we call Ju Sege. He says, I will unfailingly attain supreme enlightenment. I will save all the destitute and afflicted everywhere, and my name will be heard throughout the universe. Let's chant the Ju Sege. Gagon cho se gan
Please put your hands together in Gasho. Bow. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namandabutsu. Namandabutsu. Namandabutsu.
The Paradox of Social Distancing and Interdependence The April 24, 2020 issue of the current events magazine titled The Week features a cartoon on page 19 that summarizes our present quote-unquote new normal. It shows a person home, sheltered and reflecting on, delivery guys, trash pickup, power plant workers, city engineers, cops and firefighters, and their support staff, telephone crews, TV station personnel, online tech people, the post office, the food supply chain, and on and on and on. <clears throat> the concluding punchline is, I never considered how many people I depend on to isolate myself. As I enter month eight of hopefully avoiding COVID-19 infection, I am surprisingly relaxed and enjoying my stay-at-home vacation. Not only because my personality label is introvert, but also because I have been able to appreciate the true depth of the Buddhist worldview that all events and happenings are the product of countless causes and conditions known as interdependence. And tragically, it has taken a microscopic parasite to reveal that truth. But just as surprisingly, I have been noticing countless acts of compassion, not only via the news media, but also at my local grocery store. It is impossible to comprehend or imagine how many essential workers are contributing to my life. And I assume many of those workers are not practicing Buddhists. Yet, I am witness to acts of caring and kindness and self-sacrifice, which invoke feelings of gratitude, humility, and hope. I would like to share an excerpt of the editor's letter by William Falk from the April 24th issue of The Week that echoes the Buddhist worldview of interdependence, seeing every part and every event as part of a vast life-affirming universal network that sustains us all. Buddhists are taught to meditate on their own deaths, to visualize the end and reflect Reminding yourself of your mortality isn't a morbid exercise. It serves as a spiritual face slap, meant to heighten your appreciation of the current moment, to put small worries and irritations in perspective, to wake you to the reality that our time here is limited. The coronavirus pandemic is not a drill. It has brought great suffering and death to humanity. But if we are to extract any value or meaning from this disease, it must be in the clarity it can provide about what really matters. Hiding out from the virus at home is terribly frustrating. Still, I've noticed a greater sweetness in everything not denied me. Fondness floods me when I see friends and co-workers' faces on Zoom. Food, even the third day leftovers, is more delicious now that I acquire it at some risk. Without any certainty, it will be there tomorrow. The buds, blossoms, and birds' song of spring are more thrilling this year 
their promise of renewal more desperately needed. How can we feel gratitude at this dark time amid a planet-wide crisis unlike any in our lifetimes? How can we not? Nothing, we've been reminded, is guaranteed. Nothing should be taken for granted. The French mathematician and philosopher Pascal postulates that all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. The global response to COVID-19 has paradoxically given us an opportunity in the guise of home sheltering to utilize our aloneness to free ourselves from a constricting dualistic me-centric view to a non-dualistic, we are all in this together worldview, interconnected and interdependent. Please join me in Gasho. Namanda, 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 Namanda. Shin Buddhist Life Principles In trusting in the vow of the Buddha, calling out the Buddha's name, I will pass through the journey of life with strength and joy. Revering the light of the Buddha, reflecting upon my imperfect self, I will strive to live a life of gratitude. Following the teachings of the Buddha, discerning the right path, I will share the true Dharma with all. Rejoicing in the compassion of the Buddha, respecting and aiding all sentient beings, I will work towards the welfare of society and the world. Please put your hands together in Gasho and bow. Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts. This concludes this podcast. I hope you feel grounded. I hope you feel different than when you began. And this feeling you have, I hope you take it with you out into your everyday life. It's important to develop these qualities in a controlled environment like this podcast. But the aim is for the effects to begin to bleed out into your everyday life naturally. My wife once sent me a meme on Facebook that said, yoga works, but only if you show up. And I feel that way about Buddhism and about meditation. It surely works, but only if you stick with it. And you have to get to the point where it becomes something natural and effortless in your life. And if you have high expectations and you're trying to rush the process, you actually retard your ability to change over time. You don't want to grasp it. You don't want to hang on to it. You just want to experience it in a regular practice and integrate it into your everyday life. So thank you very much for coming. I will close with Gasho. Hands together and we will bow. Today's program was presented by Minister Assistant Ron Tabor Reverend John Turner Reverend Ellen Crane and Minister's Assistant James Pollard Executive Producers, Reverend John Turner and Jim Scott. Produced by the Buddhist Education Center of Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA. Directed and engineered by Reverend John Turner. Edited by Jim Scott. This program includes excerpts from Time Stood Still by Riley Lee.
used with permission. This program is copyright 2021 by the Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA. All rights reserved. For more information about this or other podcasts, groups, and activities, BCE classes, or temple services, visit us on the web at ocbuddhist.org.